Hey y'all, welcome back to the Worst Jobs Ever podcast with your host, Brianna. So this week, we're going to talk about unions and union busting, which Starbucks is being accused of. I mean, they're so rich. They have so much fucking money, but they would rather close stores than to let their employees unionize which we will get to i mean it's fucking bullshit union busting is illegal i have two articles today one is the main article that talks about the union busting and starbucks specifically and then i have another article that is just talking about union busting and union busting tactics and I'm pretty sure it gives a few examples of like, you know, other, like Amazon and, you know, other situations where people have tried to, you know, union bust Kroger. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't know if they were union busting, but I definitely, like, I remember when they were organizing because my dad was working there like 20 years. No, it's more than 20 years ago. More than 20 years ago. Damn, yeah, my dad's been in his job for like 23, 4 years. So, I think I had to have been like 5, 6, I guess. Anyways, it's a long, it's a long time ago. They've So, yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> so, the article I am reading today comes from Slate in the politics section. It's called Starbucks is playing with fire. Its union-busting tactics have been as aggressive as Amazon's, which, I mean, we all know they ain't shit. But they might end up scalding the coffee giant. This is written by Stephen Greenhouse. Ever since a few dozen baristas began an organizing drive in Buffalo, New York last year, Starbucks has been engaged in a crude (laughs) union-busting campaign that has made a mockery of the image it has sought to portray to its customers and workforce. Pointing to the health benefits, 401k match, and college tuition benefits it offers, the company has long boasted that it's progressive, worker-friendly. That it's a progressive, worker-friendly employer, but that claim now rings hollow thanks to the aggressive way it has sought to crush its employees' efforts to win more of a voice at their workplace. With Starbucks using tactic after nasty tactic from the classic union busters playbook here we go making things worse starbucks has insulted its workers and customers intelligence by pretending to do no such thing i mean like we have eyes people we see what the fuck you're doing executives maintain they are not anti-union but rather just pro partner The term the company often uses for employees, while pursuing union-busting strategies as aggressive as anything Amazon has cooked up. I mean, (laughs) how are you pro-partner and anti-union? Because unions are for your partners. Make it make sense. Last fall, after nearly every worker at a Starbucks and... Baby... I did not think this was 
I mean, I guess I should have assumed there's going to be some, like, very odd names up. Cheek to Waga, just outside Buffalo. Don't come for me if I butchered that. I probably did. Just outside Buffalo. Signed cards asking for a union election, becoming one of the nation's first Starbucks to seek to unionize. The company swiftly closed the store for two months. Here we see they are here closing fucking stores, getting rid of people, like they're like reassigning people. We'll get to that, but like I've been like I've been following this for like a while. I've been seeing like firsthand accounts from people like on Facebook and Instagram and Reddit and stuff, and it's it's fucked up. So close the store for two months. I'll link that. They linked the article. I'll link that too. Saying it would become a training center. Starbucks dispatched the shop's baristas to other locations. Boom. With many of the Chictawaga workers saying the closing was a pretext to undermine their pro-union solidarity, slow their momentum, and get them to quit, they cried foul. You know what? I'm about to. This comes up again. I don't want to keep pronouncing this. We're going to do this together. Let's see what uh, good old Google's gonna say. Okay, I, <laughs> I so I have my microphone plugged into my phone and I try to play a sound and so it overrode my <laughs> my recording. Like it saved it, but it like stopped it. So I'll have to go back and listen to see where I ended up uh, stopping off. But anyways, I don't know. I'll, I'll know in a little bit if y'all heard me say I was gonna go to Google and see how to pronounce. Chictawaga, and I did. I went to Google to see how to pronounce it, so that's what happened in the cutout. My bad, y'all. I know now, <laughs> but it's Chictawaga. <laughs> After the staffs at several other Starbucks around the city petitioned for union elections, headquarters shipped in dozens of out-of-town managers, scabs. To work inside its Buffalo stores and essentially shadow the local employees. Even Roseanne Williams, Starbucks' president of retail for North America, was suddenly working side by side with rank and file baristas as they served grande caramel macchiatos. These fucking people. I mean, anything to not listen to the people who are the reason you make so much money i mean you think if you know the baristas were coming to work every day and having to be up at like 5 a.m making shitty people's coffee for them and having them having a fucking attitude with the barista because their coffee didn't have you know had the wrong fucking syrup or whatever was they had the wrong size or whatever the fuck it was and they were like fuck you <laughs> like they were just like they just gave every customer the fucking finger everybody was just a fucking dick like all the time and you think those fucking customers would keep on back no because you know how karen's love to fucking complain <laughs> but they i mean i don't know maybe there's not a lot of i mean what would be the competition Dunkin' Donuts? 
uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of fucking, ooh, you know what I do fuck with? Dutch Brothers. I feel like that's coming, that's, that's making its rounds. Dutch Brothers is fucking delicious. That kind of has become my alternative, at least when I'm home, like in Houston, I always do Dutch Brothers over over Starbucks. I'm just saying. The coffee is freaking fantastic. It's so good. So, I mean, hey, maybe Dutch Brothers start popping off. You know, Starbucks will have some competition. <clears throat> Anyways, I mean, the president of retail for North America got her ass in a regular schmegular. I mean, look, I feel like executives should have to work, like spend a day working as a regular fucking employee and just to see what the fucking shit they deal with and i feel like that is the reason that so many like higher ups get out of touch with like reality for their regular employees like i mean i I mean but judging by this it didn't do shit she's clearly there just to like watch over the employees and make sure they aren't whispering behind her back and talking about unions and shit and like y'all are terrible y'all are bad and I mean, honestly, I live in Austin. There's too many fucking like local coffee chain, you know, I mean, coffee chains, just coffee places to fucking keep supporting Starbucks after this fucking bullshit. Like, I got points. I'll spend them because that's free money, but I can't fuck with them if they aren't like planning. If they're just going to be keep fucking be shitty, I mean, it's the worst job's fucking ever podcast. Like, I can't be a part of this. I can't be giving these people my fucking money. Like, what the fuck? And quite frankly, if any Starbucks people want to hear well, like hear this and you want to get on here and tell your fucking story, I would love to hear from you. So, Starbucks claimed those managers were sent not to, <laughs> not to keep tabs on the workers' lies, but, to, but rather to listen to their concerns. And it went in one ear and out the other. And then they patted your head and gave you a peppermint. The company also said it sent managers to Buffalo in order to solve operational issues, and that was all in quotes, and remodel stores. There we go. I read it in quotes. (laughs) But many Buffalo baristas said they felt spied on, and they're right, and believed the managers were sent to stifle pro-union talk. I mean, what did I just say? A district manager from Arizona who'd a- oh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, who'd been asked to go to Buffalo was also caught on t- caught on a hot mic. It's caught on tape, acknowledging that it was a last ditch effort to try and stop the unionization effort. These fucking people, they think they think we're st- <laughs> they think we're stupid. They think we're dumb. They think we're a bunch of fucking dumbasses who don't have eyes and can't hear what the fuck they're saying and can't read their fucking body language and can't read between their fucking lines like come on now we see what the fuck you're doing you're bad you're doing fuck shit and we see you oh gosh it's just bad starbucks has repeatedly said in said it in no way seeks to intimidate workers into voting against the union but one buffalo barista will westlake told of being summoned to an hour-long anti-union session 
where it was just him and six managers. <laughs> but we're not anti-union. But also, come sit here by yourself with all these higher-ups through this hour-long anti-union seminar. <laughs> this is fucking insane. This is fucking insane. And they just think they're going to get away with this. Like They just think we believe them. Like, oh, we're a corporation. Believe us. No, you're the last people anybody would believe. You are bad. Corporations are usually fucking bad. Like, you treat people like garbage. And you do shit like this. And then you fucking get pissed off when your fucking workers don't want to fucking work for you anymore. <sighs> Exhausting. Step. <laughs> okay. Summon to an hour-long anti-union session where it was just him and six managers who told him how great all the benefits are at Starbucks. And if we vote in a union, we might not have any of those benefits. I mean, they've clearly never heard of a police union. I mean, come on. You get to kill black people and get away with it. I mean, maybe Starbucks will start doing that. Maybe that could be the draw to get some of these people to go back to their fucking jobs. I need to stop. I'm done. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I am happy that we're kind of, sort of, moving in the direction of getting justice for Breonna Taylor, but I'll be happy when those motherfuckers are in prison. So, telling employees that their pay and benefits could get worse with a union, which almost never actually happens, because the whole point of a union is to give you better benefits. I mean, like, come on. That's a very easily Googleable fact. Is a common tactic companies use against organizing campaigns. If having that conversation six on one doesn't count as intimidation, I don't know what does. Lloyd Yer. And on a side note, if companies really believe that having a union somehow lowered employees' pay, wouldn't they be eagerly encouraging their workers to organize? Yes, because the whole point is to pay you with little much, as little money as they think they think they can get away with. And that is all they want, because if they can pay you a minimum wage and charge hundreds of thousands of customers pro- more, your hourly wage and more, they are making a fucking profit. And then you know what? Who make who that makes happy? Their CEO their president, their board of directors, whoever the fuck they have to answer to, all the people who invest in their fucking company. And I mean, look, I know they say, oh, well, the employees get to, we give them stocks, but you ain't getting stocks like everybody else is getting stocks. I mean, they have to really, like, slave away for that shit. Like, you know, higher-ups, they're richy riches, and even just regular, you know, not even regular people, just, like, regular rich people, who can just fucking like invest in this fucking company and they see here and get to see here and make money off of the regular people hourly people's pain and suffering while y'all sit here and try and bust up unions and y'all sit here and treat them like dirt and then they see it and then they want to do something about it and y'all like <laughs> we were never treating you like garbage what are you talking about buddy <laughs> we're, we've always been friends and you're like you punched me in the face yesterday no no that didn't happen but it's on video right here no that's that's a deep fake like that's how fucking companies are it's so ridiculous oh the gaslighting i fucking hate it i fucking hate it and it's i hate 
how little they think of us. You know, they look down on us, but we have all the power. That's why y'all are closing fucking stores. Y'all are closing stores because you're losing. Because you're losing. You can't close every fucking store. You know? And other people, like, you might be firing these people, and you might be shuffling them around to other fucking places, but the ideal is gonna spread. Like, other people will see this, see what you're doing, and be like, no, fuck that. We're gonna pick up the cause, and then where are you? Because now, you're gonna be paying more than you would have before. Like, you think you're, you know, using scare tactics and breaking up people, breaking up stores, separating people, destroying stores, whatever, but anybody worth, you know, with any kind of fucking morals, especially customers and employees, they're gonna do something about this. And you're gonna be the ones looking fucking bad, but, you know... See how long I keep getting away with this. <sighs> On May 2nd, Howard Schultz. Oh, shit. It, my, it just reloaded. Sorry, y'all. Why did this just. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. On May 2nd, because, yeah, this was written in May, but this is still, ha- like, this is still actively happening. Like, I saw an article like a week ago still talking about this but i found this one i really like the information so i'll leak a current episode a current article as well on may 2nd howard schultz who was recently reinstalled as ceo evidently to help quash the fast-growing <laughs> unionization effort announced a clever many workers will say insidious anti-union ploy with no doubt that was no doubt suggested to him by Starbucks's 500 plus 500 dollar plus an hour lawyers at little littler Mendelssohn <sighs> Jeez. 500 dollars is more than many Starbucks baristas earn in a week they said an hour god damn <sighs> I mean it pays to be a piece of shit, apparently. So, I mean... With Starbucks getting trounced in union vote after union vote, and dozens more union elections in the weeks ahead, Schultz announced that Starbucks would give sizable raises to its non-union workers, but not to its unionized workers. That is, not to the workers at the more than 60 Starbucks that have already unionized, I'm about to click on this thing because I want to see if it says what specifically is a sizable wage. Like, I am dead at... Oh, it won't. I'm not paying for this. Fuck you, New York Times. So, sorry, y'all. I will Google it and see if I can figure that information because it linked to the New York Times article and I'm not paying a dollar for that. Because then they're going to sit here, I'll forget. It's like, oh, it's a week. Then it'll be $10. No, no, not doing it. To its non... <laughs> Starbucks would give sizable raises to its non-union workers, but not to its unionized workers. 
That is, not to the workers at the more than 60, see, more than 60 locations. It's spreading. That have already unionized. Shaw said he couldn't give those raises to the unionized baristas because that would be an illegal unilateral imposition of wages and benefits on them without the union's agreement. But the union, Starbucks Workers United, asserts that Schultz's move constitute oh my gosh, constitutes illegal discrimination against union members. And it is discrimination. A move to punish those baristas who have unionized and also to improperly chill workers' interest in unionizing across the U.S. And that is exactly what he's doing. Sorry, I had to get a little drink. Y'all know I have a cough. I mean, it's, it's not better. I didn't go to the doctor this week, so maybe I'll hear something tomorrow. Many employees say Starbucks has used another insidious strategy to sabotage union efforts. Baristas in Buffalo... Richmond, Knoxville, Eugene, Mesa, and elsewhere claim that soon after workers in their stores petitioned to hold a union election, Starbucks cut their hours while sometimes also hiring new staff. Scabs! <coughs> My gosh. Don't be doing that. You. Everybody. Okay, look. Anybody in these fucking cities. Where this star- where there is a union, a Starbucks that is unionizing, knows the Starbucks is unionizing. Why are you coming in here and trying to take these people's fucking jobs? You're a bad person. I don't care. There's a million other fucking you know hourly fucking jobs you can go to. Let them handle their shit without having to worry about you coming here fucking it up. That's what you want to be. You want to be on the side of big business because this could be you and it will be you like pretty soon. I promise you, like I promise you, don't be a pick me ass bitch. Like don't, don't do that. Don't be that person, man. That's annoying. We're hiring new staff. Jenna Black, a barista in Buffalo, said her hourly, sorry, her weekly hours were slashed from 25 to just 16 or 18. Notably, Starbucks workers became ineligible for benefits. <sighs> Become eligible for benefits when their hours fall below 20 a week. Fucking bitches. Maddie Van Hook, a barista in Cleveland, said that some full-time workers had their hours cut from 35 to 22. Is 35 full-time now? I guess they're getting benefits. It doesn't matter. But, jeez. And that some part-time partners are only seeing one shift a week compared to their usual three or four. My goodness. Many workers believe Starbucks reduced hours with the express purpose of diluting strong union support in some stores. That move, workers said, encouraged pro-union baristas to quit because their weekly pay was cut sharply and they might no longer qualify for benefits. At the same time, I mean... I mean, if your hours are getting cut, why not keep fighting the good fight? I mean, you're already there. They're already fucking you over. I mean, at least stay or stick around and kick their ass, you know? But, like, I mean, I get it. People got fucking bills to pay. Like, I do understand that. You got to do what's best for you. 
Many. At the same time, Starbucks hired new baristas and some of those stores to further dilute union sport. Yup. With this strategy, Starbucks seemed to be sending a loud message that if you seek to unionize, bad things can happen. Reggie Bird. Reggie Burgess, a Starbucks spokesman, said that there was no system. <laughs> You're such a fucking liar. Says that there was no systematic cutting of hours, and that Starbucks at times reduced hours not to hurt union efforts, but because business has slowed down during the winter. Fuck you. Any claims of anti-union activity are categorically false. Burgess told the New York Times, "You're a bitch." In other words, believe me, and not your lying eyes, exactly. Ever since Starbucks faced the initial unionization efforts in Buffalo, it has gone far to abandon truth and fair play. Last Friday, the National Labor Relations Board issued an unusually wide-ranging complaint against Starbucks, Ooh, accusing it of more than 200 violations of the nation's labor laws as part of its anti-union efforts in Buffalo, let's go, including firing six pro-union workers, disciplining and surveilling others, and closing stores, Mm-mm-mm. stating that Starbucks's egregious anti-union conduct could cripple the organizing drives in various cities. It keeps reloading again. The labor board has also taken the unusual step of going to federal court where it has accused the company of illegally firing pro-union baristas in Memphis and Phoenix and asked that they be immediately reinstated. Hell yeah. It seems that Starbucks' attitude is all is fair and love, war, and union busting. I often wonder why so many corporations try hard to comply with environmental laws, securities laws, and laws against racial discrimination and sexual harassment. When it comes to violating federal laws and fighting a union, they hey, no problem with that. And I was literally just thinking that. Like, literally before I got to that, I was like, they want to sit here and talk about, oh, love is love and black lives matter. Well, I'm pretty sure if I are some, you know, LGBTQIA and black folks and also black LGBTQIA people... Like, without giving a fucking damn. Mm. So peace and love, huh? Like, it's fucking bullshit. All they care about is money. All they care about is money. <clears throat> Anytime a fucking white-ass company that is all, you know, white people at the top and little few little browns down here at the bottom, like, and they're over here talking about, oh, Black Lives Matter, we love black people. <laughs> it's a fucking lie. They're saying that because they want our fucking money, because they know our fucking dollars are strong, and they want those dollars. Stop giving them those dollars. Like, dead ass. I am serious. No more fucking Starbucks. I mean, I hadn't been fucking with Starbucks as hard. No, I didn't get a coffee, but I used points like a week ago. But I'm for real. Dead ass. Not fuck with Starbucks. I already fucking cut out uh, another local coffee chain because of their fucking bullshit about abortions well this was like three three years ago or so that i found out about them i haven't fucked with them since i don't give a fuck i'll cut out a fucking coffee place i'll cut out a place that is actively going against my fucking best interest i'm not giving my fucking money i won't say who they are locally but if you you google austin 
coffee place that hates abortions it'll probably come up you 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 can probably figure it out so you know those people like i like i don't fuck with them like i was very i'm not gonna lie i was sad i found out how they were their coffee is pretty fucking good but i was like you know what there's other places i can go get me an equinox i can go you know there's other fucking places there are other fucking places to get to get coffee and you know big name texas grocery store has um like a sous vide egg bite kind of thing which is what i like so i can go pay uh 350 at big name texas grocery store and get them and they're cheaper than starbucks so there we go (laughs) and i have cold brew in my fridge right now (laughs) so i'm good anyway (laughs) back to this fucking article perhaps one reason is that federal labor laws are so toothless that companies don't face financial penalties for violating them for instance they can't be fined for illegally firing workers in retaliation for leading a unionization drive what the pro act backed by president joe biden but blocked by a republican filibuster because a fucking course seeks to remedy this i mean look as much as i'm fuck all government i do feel like personally there is one party who is actively continuously voting against my fucking best interest and there's one who feels that as a woman i should have the right to fucking choose and do what the fuck with my body i mean are they holding that hostage for election time yes but at least they're doing it (laughs) like at least i know they're not out here like no these whores out here you got a pregnant you have a baby (laughs) but these fucking mask off conservatives republicans because quite frankly they're one same nowadays are actively i mean look we've all seen what happened we all know how we all know what happened with fucking row the whole episode about it i was very pissed off i still fucking pissed i want bad things to happen to all of them so you know i will not shed a one fucking tear if anything bad happens to them i will be very happy about it quite frankly so that's where i am fucking bullshit but like i like just with this you can see which party once again voting against regular schmegular people the tiny fucking people and not the rich they're siding with the rich once again they're uh oh man who's the because i was gonna say one side is robin hood one side is the king john whatever y'all seen robin hood we've all heard the story we've seen very we've seen a bunch of iterations of it but you know one steals steals from the rich and gives to the poor and uh, one person steals from the poor and gives to the rich and you can decide which party that is with more than 60 starbucks union more than 60 starbucks unionized i know that's I feel like it should be Starbucks's or something. Unionized and workers at dozens more likely to vote to unionize soon. A big question now is whether Starbucks will negotiate in good faith. 
I wouldn't hold my breath. Or stonewall for months and years to drag out reaching a first contract. Definitely the second one. When it comes to when it comes to the union, Schultz evidently thinks sorry thinks his company is an immovable object. But the Starbucks union drive increasingly seems like an unstoppable force. If Starbucks does stonewall the contract talks, I've also started to wonder if it could end up facing a widespread customer boycott. Hey, you got one right here. Something on the scale of the United Farm Workers' famous grape boycott. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Of the 1960s. There are lots of anti-union companies like Amazon that have managed to avoid a powerful consumer backlash. And I hate that because... Unlike Starbucks, I mean, unlike Am, like unlike Starbucks, Amazon has a monopoly. Starbucks thinks they have a monopoly, but they don't have a fucking monopoly. Amazon has an actual fucking like monopoly on. They got two day fucking delivery. They have basically anything you can fucking want on the internet. You can buy it from fucking Amazon, even if it's not like directly from Amazon. It's like a third party seller. They have a bunch of those, but Starbucks. You can go to another fucking coffee chain. But, like, where are you going to go that's, like, another Amazon? It's, like, AliExpress. But AliExpress is based in China. And they take, yeah, they take, like, a month and a half to fucking get anything you want from there. So, I mean, you're going to wait on a phone case for six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks? Probably not. Now you can have it here in two days. But Starbucks, you know, I can go to any fucking coffee place like i mean even if it's a chain you know dutch brothers there's uh duncan like there's uh i don't even know radio coffee i mean just locally cosmic coffee stellar oh that's left a little trailer and there's just like i mean hell you can go to mcdonald's and get coffee you know you can go to you know restaurants and coffee you can go you know there's a bunch of like you know local places I, i'm pretty sure i mean even if you're in a small town they probably somebody out there probably has a local coffee shop that's a, like the alternative to starbucks oh so yeah you can you can find something else if you have to which you should but Starbucks, with its activist workforce and many progressive customers, might be different. Okay, especially since there are plenty of other places to get coffee. What exactly? Exactly what I just said. The biggest name in lattes might prove not so immovable after all. And that's the end of the that's the end of the article. But like, like I said, they don't have a monopoly on coffee. I mean, hell, like I literally make like uh like Sunday night. I go like I buy the uh, cold brew bags from Big Name Texas grocery store, and it comes with four bags, but you use two bags in like each like pitcher of coffee that you make. And I really throw it in a little pitcher, fill it with water, and then let it sit like overnight, and boom, cold brew. <laughs> like is that easy? Cause I've really been on an iced coffee kick. I've been fuck with that shit lately, so. I actually just made another one last night because I finished my coffee early this week. So, you know, there's, like, alternatives to Starbucks. Because, I mean, I don't know. I feel like at some point you have to really start 
you have to you have to like stand for something you know like how would you feel if this was you like you was one fucking people still coming here every fucking day like they're like oh but they're paying you yeah but they're also like trying to they're actually working against you too and like making your life a living fucking hell because you just want to be treated like a fucking person and not be overworked and underpaid the audacity like how dare people it's i don't understand this fucking like mentality that like life is suffering and working two or three jobs to just make ends meet and be fucking miserable all the fucking time like is this i mean is this like depression shit not like mental depression but like depression era shit from like is that what this comes from because i'm like y'all need to get over that i mean why i mean i can't even say life is better we are in a fucking recession but not like the last recession but let us to be seen but uh you know it's definitely better than it was people aren't starving a whole country isn't starving i can't whole country whole countries you know are starving like it like back then you know there's no bread lines you know type of shit going on like you don't have to be fucking miserable and yeah you can quit a job if you don't want to be there if they treat you like garbage you can leave because there are other jobs I mean, like I say all the time, I always, I try to quit a job before I have another job lined up. But if you have to quit a job because you're that fucking miserable, fucking do it. I promise you, you'll be a lot happier once you leave that fucking job. Like, when I was at work for like two months, boy, I was having me a good old time. I mean, like, I, I, I really was. I was, I was so happy. I was so happy. I was broke, but I was happy. I was so broke. Like I said in the last episode, unemployment ain't shit. Fuck unemployment. It's garbage. And quite frankly, fuck anybody who's like, oh, you just want to stay on unemployment? Bitch, unemployment runs out. Like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Like, clearly you've never been on unemployment. They literally give you a set amount. And they're like, this is how much money you have until your unemployment runs out. Like, who who are these people that you think are just, like, millionaires on fucking unemployment? Like, you, nobody out here is good. I mean, I can't say nobody. I mean, I feel you had to make an, a lot a lot of money to be you know fucking thriving on unemployment like and even then they only give you like it's like a third or something like that of like what it's like a third of your fucking wages you know so let me see let's do some quick math so let's see if you were making two hundred thousand dollars you would only be getting like sixty six thousand maybe don't quote me on that but that's a third just based on that being a third and then i'm pretty sure some other shit factors into it so i mean that's like a regular person's salary like if you're making less than that you're gonna be having a bad time on fucking unemployment like you really are and i'm pretty sure these fucking people are gonna be having a bad time i mean imagine going from fucking two hundred thousand dollars a fucking year to 66 that's miserable for them would i love to make a sixty thousand dollars a year absolutely fucking lutely but you know if i was going for two hundred thousand dollars to sixty six thousand dollars i'd be fucking pissed so imagine going from 60 you know fifty thousand dollars to 20 you know like you gonna be broke and you don't even get that because like my unemployment 
I had like nine grand. That's how much my unemployment was. And I could just use that until it fucking ran out. I didn't even like get that far. Like it was not good. Like it. I was making. Yeah. What was mine? Like $1,200. It was a month in unemployment because I was getting like $319 a week. <sighs> Baby, that ain't. So broke. I was struggling. That was barely covering rent. <laughs> like, barely. And when I say rent, I mean rent and utilities for just my apartment. That's not like electricity. That's not internet. You know, any of that shit. That's just rent. And, you know, for my apartment. So, and then, I'm pretty sure I talked about this. I, don't know, I know I'm going on a tangent, but still. And then, like, I was doing delivery service. And if you, they had to report how much you made. And if you made too much, they would deduct your unemployment. <laughs> I'm like, how am I making too much? $340 a month or $390 a week is not shit. That's boo-boo money. <laughs> I, was, I was struggling. And I'm like, look, I know some people live in, like, not major cities. And that probably is something for them. But I live in a major city, one of the most expensive cities that's nothing like it's it's not good so just saying it was rough i had to borrow very privileged to be able to borrow money from parents but also i'm black i don't want to fucking hear no white people coming from fuck you like yes my daddy works hard and he could help me pay some bills for a little bit and i'll be paying them back actually starting this next check i already mapped out my shit i'm gonna pay my parents back so yeah so i don't know how these people talk about you know balling on fucking unemployment i'm like i'm sure during the pandemic some people were wilding out because they were getting a little bit they were getting like an extra 600 dollars like a week or whatever like look if i was getting extra 600 dollars a week that would have been pretty baller but also that shit runs out like eventually like you don't get to like you're not living on unemployment for the rest of your life you know it does run out. The well runs dry. So, cut the fucking shit. So, here's <laughs> the other article. Union busting tactics. Five common union busting tactics. And I'm just going to, like, do a quick run through. It says, the National Labor Relations Act. Before I, I want to read that. Union busting tactics. And I'll post this link if y'all want to go through and read, like, the first, like, few paragraphs. But I just want to get to the tactics real quick. Union-busting tactic number one. The employer hires a union-busting consultant or agency. As stated, like, when Starbucks hired those lawyers at $500 plus an hour lawyers. $500 plus an hour. Man, I wouldn't know do it myself. Union-busting tactic number one. <laughs> I already read already. As stated earlier, employers spend over $300 million a year making rich lawyers even richer. <laughs> Instead of negotiating with employees, union-busting employers will hire consultants and spend thousands of dollars per employee legally prevent them from exercising their right to unionize. Do you not understand how crazy that is? Like, how hateful and awful do you have to be to, instead of taking the money that you're spending on lawyers 
to stop your employees from unionizing instead of giving the employees that money you're like no fuck you we're gonna give this money to rich people to make them richer to keep you poor that is what we're doing instead of giving you the money the people who work for us and make us money fuck you we're gonna give this money to these rich assholes <laughs> that's insane that is nuts <laughs> union busted consultants lie manipulate and threaten workers simply trying to exercise their rights <sighs> start threatening them back like get a bet and threaten them like they want to get in your face get in their fucking face don't be scared stop being afraid of like people like this get in their fucking faces back if they say something to you crazy at the side of their fucking mouth go what was that oh i didn't quite hear you uh, speak up and they want to see her mother i'm like uh, eh, what was that what did oh nothing that's what the fuck i thought that's what the fuck I thought. And they have the fucking audacity to say it to your face. You go right up to them and get in their fucking face. I know. COVID, but look. You gotta risk it for the biscuit, okay? Get in their fucking face and tell them about themselves. Be like, I don't give a fuck. You in these raggedy ass shoes. You think you run some shit around here? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I'll be waiting for you outside your fucking car. Like, make them afraid. Don't let them get in front of your Don't let them get in your face okay like i've seen people like shrink back like just being a regular fucking employee and like an employer like sets on the crazy them raise their fucking voices you know and people shrink back and i'm like don't let them talk to you like that <laughs> and i don't care i've said that i look i feel like people should know but now i don't give a fuck about being fired okay there's another job out there there will always be another job always I mean, unless you're, you know, like a rapist or shit, but like a regular fucking person who said to somebody and then the fucking employer wanted to be a dick about it and, you know, they want to fire you. There's always another fucking job, okay? There's always another fucking job. Do not let these people fucking disrespect you and steal your fucking dignity, okay? Because quite frankly, no job is worth having to put up with this fucking bullshit on a day-to-day basis. It's just not. It's just not. It's not. It's not. It's not. You deserve better. You will always deserve better. Fuck corporations. Anyways. Union busting tactic number two. The employer launches an AstroTuff AstroTuff campaign. That is what that word is. A-S-T-R-O-T-U-F campaign against the union. An AstroTuff campaign is exactly what it sounds like. A phony fake attempt to mimic a grassroots movement. Employees will recruit a few anti-union employees to do their bidding, and these employees will be lied to and manipulated. Mm. They will parrot... Okay. Are these... Are these people whose jobs are being, like, professional scabs? Or are these just, like, regular... I feel bad saying this. Dum-dums off the street who just believe anything like are they asking like so say these people come into the interview and they're like hey so what do you think of unions and like i think 
people should accept the work that they get and then the salary that they're offered even if it's under minimum wage they should just take it because they're bad and they didn't go to college so they don't deserve anything better like is that the kind of people they're hiring and they're like you you work here now like what like i, I want to know where they're getting these people from it says they will pair the union busting consultants talking points and distribute anti-union literature Recently, union busting employers even put money behind these AstroTurf campaign, AstroTurf. Okay, that was AstroTurf campaigns, launching websites and pay for launch websites and pay for advertisement in the community. Ain't they ain't shit. Tactic number three: forced meetings. Like uh, that one guy said, where it was him and six fucking managers. This is about intimidation. Never be intimidated. You can find, once again, you can find another job. These people suck. Quite frankly, without regular hourly workers, their companies crumble. Think about that. You can find another job. But eventually, people will get so fucking tired of them, they will stop working there. And stop dealing with their fucking bullshit. People start walking out, people stop coming in for interviews, and their business will crumble. So, keep that in mind. This is about intimidation. Pure and simple. Employees will be forced to have one-on-one meetings with management and even their union-busting consultants. The employer may also hold captive audience meetings where employees are forced to attend meetings where they are forced to hear and listen to anti-union propaganda. Starbucks. Tax number four. The employer starts making promises. Like an abusive ex... (laughs) And that is literally how I've described jobs. Union busting employers will start promising change. However, the only way to guarantee real change and hold the employer accountable is through a union. Exactly. It's like, oh, I won't hit you anymore if you just come home. Things will be different. And then the first time you, in quotes, mess something up, because really, you're just being a fucking human, and they're just using any excuse because they're a bad person. They just want to hit you. They're like, here it is, a punch in the fucking face. Nothing ever changes. And then you're like, oh, but Starbucks will change. They'll change. Starbucks won't hit me anymore. And then here it is. Starbucks hitting you again. Because that, that's what they do. Yep. Just like they over here closing these stores, holding captive meetings like that dude said he was in there with six other people was that abuse and lies tactic five delays which didn't they say in the article and they say oh they might try and drag it out for months or years they're literally it's like they read this article it's like these were all the things we're gonna do Union busting consultants will tell employers to delay, delay, delay. Their highly paid lawyers will prevent, oh, sorry, will pervert the law to delay union elections and or contract negotiations and attempt to create a feeling of futility within the workforce. And I mean, I feel like, like, I'm petty. Like, I am capital P, capital E, capital T, capital T, capital Y. Underline, underline, underline. Petty. I'm a petty bitch. 
Okay. I I can deal in misery if I know that the person I don't like is just as fucking miserable as I am. So I personally just out of fucking spite if I know if I was at Starbucks, I wouldn't even quit. I like I don't care. Cut my hours. I'll go like in my head, I'm like, I don't care. If I have to do delivery service for an extra ten hours a day, I would do it to fuck these people over. Like I, I would not stop. Like truly. Like I would be like I don't care. I would be fighting through the nail. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. I would be in here. Like, I would come in here with, like, my little pamphlets. I'd be throwing pamphlets around. I'd be handing pamphlets to fucking customers. I'd be like, this is what we're doing. Here's a fucking union. See what the fuck they're going to do. They can fucking give me one hour a week. I would be making the most of that fucking hour. Like, I would be a fucking menace. Like, all for 60 fucking minutes, I'm be a menace. I'm be there fucking early for my shift starts. The like, I can make the most out of my 60 fucking minutes. I'd be printing stuff out. I'd be like... <laughs> throwing it in the parking lot once i clock off once i clock out i'm gonna stick it on people's cars i don't care i was taping it to the door like you're gonna see me i'll go stand the fucking drive-thru lane and hand out fucking flyers still in my fucking starbucks uniform after work <laughs> i like you're gonna hear from me bitch like i don't care if i had to start like start a fucking podcast you know something like i don't need to google that because if they have started a podcast about this they should like they need to have all the union people and they can get on here get on there and talk their shit you know the regular gals love a podcast so <laughs> i'm pretty sure they could like like npr somebody would like love to pick that shit up that that'd be fantastic for them and that would just strengthen their union like it truly would like if so anybody from starbucks not those people but any regular regular ass workers are hearing this <laughs> i mean bitch start your podcast Start your podcast and all of you and your people get on here and talk your shit. And you can do it anonymously because you don't have to say your name. You don't have to say where you work. You don't have to say what city you live in. You don't have to give any identifying information other than, you know, you work at Starbucks and this is what's happening to you. <laughs> people would listen to that shit. Do it. Even if you, like, create a zine. <laughs> Something. Get like i dead ass feel like it would i i truly feel like it would take off i think it would be fucking fantastic for you guys but yeah starbucks is bad i mean amazon's bad a lot of companies are fucking bad but starbucks right now is being actually bad i mean amazon is still being actually bad like i follow an instagram page about amazon and they're like their workers and they're it's it's pretty terrible like it's i don't know have i done an amazon episode I have to look. I should do it. No, I think I... I don't know if I did an Amazon episode, but I know I talked about them before. Because I think I talked about them when they were union... They were doing their union shit, too. <sighs> just... Bad. It's just... Just bad. They're bad people. And they just don't give a fuck. And they think we're stupid. And they think that they can crush our spirit and... Ruin our lives. They're just gonna get away with it. But... I don't know. I feel like people are, like, really wanting to stick it to them, wanting to, like, get what they want and deserve, and that they aren't going to let it go. And I think that Starbucks is going to have a fight on their hands. Because, unlike Amazon, 
they don't have a monopoly on their you know their market I mean, what are they, I mean, they going to do? Buy up every fucking coffee shop? And even then, I don't care. They can't buy all the coffee from the grocery stores. I'll still fucking make my cold brew. And I have an espresso. Like, I will make... I, I will find a way to get coffee that's not Starbucks. <laughs> so, <sighs> anyways, till next time. And I am going to do the millennial episode next week. But not the millennial. The Gen Z episode for next week. I already have my articles picked out. Like, it'll be, it'll be good. So... Once again, this has been the Worst Episode Podcast with your host, Brianna. I will see y'all next week.